welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash talk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. It was a bad week if your name started with the letter I. After the very first morning lip sync, the queens got back into action, portraying a variety of fake desperate housewives in a questionable acting challenge. It's time to talk all things Drag Race down under three. And joining me is someone who has done the best weird Barbie since the movie dropped. It's Queen of the Universe star and NYC nightlife staple, Novazar. Hello. Hello. Thank you for the weird Barbie shout out. I'm very proud of that look. Did you purchase it? Did you pre-order the Barbie? Absolutely not. Um, I, did. I did not do that. I know I, I'm like hoping somebody gifts it to me as like a tip mm-hmm. when I'm performing in Weird Barbie. That would be iconic. I just uh, love Kate McKinnon so much. She's amazing. Like on another level, fabulous and one of like the best actresses of our time. I agree. Um, She's amazing. Yeah, very fierce. All right. I got some drag news of the week. Uh, friends, don't even ask me to comment on it because I haven't had time to even look but the cast of drag race germany has officially dropped they are here um i think this is going to be the first time that the head judge slash host has the same name as a contestant oh is that is that the truth i didn't see i don't know who the contestants are but i saw the promo i took like a quick look and i was like okay great like i guess what that name is what is that barbie oh oh yes yes okay i didn't hear about this i did hear about this it's like yeah, barbie something right out. yeah, yeah. Bar- barbie B- barbie q i believe is um the queen's name but yeah drag race germany it's coming yeah um coming. so much content so much content all right as always i must leave a disclaimer this is an entertainment podcast we are discussing reality tv show characters as presented to us through reality television production we are shown with the editing of a television show wants us to see we react to what is presented yes they are real people that get an opportunity to go on television to share their crafts but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed what is said in this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show three episodes in it feels like the season's flying by what are your thoughts on drag race down under three uh. It's a little underwhelming for me. I'm not going to lie. I Season one was a mixed bag and like mm-hmm. kind of problematic, but there were mm-hmm. also some really talented queens like Art Simone, who I followed for so long, um, and, you know, so forth. Season two, I thought they really, like, did, did it. I felt like they had the perfect package of queens, 
thought the challenges were great. I loved it. And I was really high. I had a lot of high hopes for season three. But I just seemed like there's a lot of like green queens mm-hmm. on the season, meaning just not seasoned. Um, it seems like a lot of them weren't necessarily prepared to go on television. Um, slash the looks are just not giving. And I don't know. It's just it's a very weird season, especially after season three, which I thought was so good. It's it's strange because it feels like drag race on a budget, but clearly it's not necessarily yeah. drag race on a budget. Right. It's almost like the production value of the show is so less than what we're used to. And I don't know if it's because of how the studio works. Maybe, maybe because they're upside down in New Zealand, the lights are different. I don't know. Uh, but like there's there's something that's disconnected because we know what Rue and Michelle look like on camera, but they don't look right, right on this camera. Yeah, and even during this episode, I feel like they know that it's not the best season ever. And they're, the way that they're critiquing them and their reactions to what they're presenting to the judge, like what the queens are presenting to the judges, are starting to like correlate with yeah. how the season is going. It, it, it's really interesting. Even Adam Lambert was like, this is not the show I've been on twice already. Something's different. Yeah, yeah. And even him being there was just so like, wh- why why this season? But I guess it's because this Why? It's because helped. he was there for uh, Mardi Gras performing and he was like, can I do it? Oh God! All right. Well, there you have it. That's what that's what I'm assuming, and because he's promoting the new cover album, which is fabulous. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Let's let's go through this. Cover girl starts to play, and then it's Rue alone with two fly swatters. Something's a little bit different. Now, I would like to remind everyone that this is, in fact, the second time Rue has been out of drag behind the judges' table, as the first time was, you guessed it. Episode one of season one of Drag Race Down Under when her luggage didn't make it to set. Ah. <laughs> yes. I didn't make that connection. That's so funny. Yes. So there's something about the um this franchise that Rue's like, I'm not going to do drag and you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's well budget cuts. You know how it is. Well, it is a new morning. We're on the main stage and we have to find out who will win the lip sync between Rita Menu and Ivory Glaze. Notably missing are Michelle Visage and Reese Nicholson, proving that Rue really does get final say on all this shit. <laughs> Rita and Ivory arrive, presumably getting into drag at the ass crack of dawn. Yeah, they probably did get in drag very early. Because Especially I'm assuming, because- like, I don't know what your filming schedule was like, but I'm assuming they have to start like around eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I feel like for that, they probably had to start around six because to do a lip sync like that, it probably takes an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, given all the crew and everything they need to set up, the lights and everything like that. Um, yeah, and especially because I'm sure that day they also had to do the challenge, the runway, the critiques, another lip sync. So yeah, they had to make extra room in the schedule yeah um so both queens got to change their looks and i think ivory looked great rita looks like a baby queen yeah oh my that look was so like what it like uh it looked like an amateur dance costume like like what i would have seen at a pieces on a monday night at around like 11 p.m yeah yeah like that purple sequin fringe moment it it was just not not it not for me 
Everyone is rested and ready to continue. It is time to lip sync. And the song is the fabulous Murder on the Dance Floor by Sophie Ellis Baxter. Um, Interesting to use a Brit down under, but I love the song. And I think it is a good tease in case, I don't know, maybe maybe Miss Sophie Ellis Baxter might appear as a guest judge in her homeland uh, later this year. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Are you familiar with the work of Sophie Ellis Baxter? I am not. She is fabulous. Uh, she has a couple okay. good songs. Um, uh, but yeah, I love all things British. So I've been a, a fan of her. She uh, appeared on the season of the Matt, second season, I believe, of the Mass Singer UK, where she went out okay. early because just like Mel B, they tried to mask their voice and they sucked not singing like themselves. So they're like gone. And yeah, um, early exits. That's what happened to me on Queen of the Universe. So I relate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this was a very interesting lip sync. Rita gave you a drag performance and Ivory was very subtle, but leaned into camp a little bit. She's not a big mover. And dare I say she flails. Yeah. You know, this is the thing about Ivory that I want to give her a little bit of slack for. It seems like for this, it's hard to make an excuse for her. But for the first lip sync, she was wearing like a gown with this really nice coiffed hair that right. was very expensive. So I feel like when you have something like that on and you have to like lip sync for your life, unless it's a ballad, it makes it very difficult. But in this situation, she was sort of giving the same energy in a similar silhouette that she picked for herself. So it's like, girl, like what, like, what are you, when you're lip syncing for your life and you actually have the choice for the first time ever right. to pick what you're going to wear, that's what you decide to wear. Like, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. But maybe she's not really like a dancer or a mover in general, which is... Which is I sad. have a feeling, and maybe this is me uh, stereotyping, I think she's a pretty twink in drag who all the boys want to tip because she's a pretty twink. Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and has like nice expensive costumes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she makes her own hair. So there's that too. Oh, well, she's very talented when it comes to hair. Very but, talented at that. Well, I need to see some hair flipping. I think it was a very close match, but based on airtime, this was Rita's. Like the show wanted us to focus on her performance. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, it's so weird because Rita gives me that like green energy, that shy kind mm-hmm. of like what am I doing here? I'm in a little over my head energy. But when she does a lip sync, she really comes alive. She does. She's so very good at it. Like It's like, okay, girl, like, I don't know. That shouldn't be the only time you're shining on this show, but whatever. Agreed. Um, Ivory doing a death drop at the end was kind of brilliant as we did get the medic line from Rue. Um, a little too late. Just a little too late in the performance. Yeah, very that. We're not going to find out the results right away, but we're going to go back to the workroom. So we're going to restart and head to our normal top of show. The queens are sitting at the table waiting for something to do. Um, I really wish that they got to watch this, but they were all out of drag. And I guess it would have looked weird if they were like sitting on the side out of drag. I don't know. Well, I was I was also hoping that there was going to be some sort of screen or something so they could actually right. watch it backstage. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I guess whatever. Or maybe they weren't <laughs> on set yet because, um, you know, how so early. Work. yeah, yeah, of course. They don't know how it's going to go, but Gabriella will ask them to rapid fire say who will win. Bumpus says Rita, Ashley says Rita, Floor says Rita, Ivana says Rita because she's a Kiwi, Isis says Rita, Gabriella says Ivory because she has a redemption story, and Hollywood with a shock goes with Ivory. I was very intrigued by these choices. 
Yeah. You know, when Hollywood said ivory, I was like, oh, wow, you actually have a heart. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's giving like villain energy. But there's a moment where she was like, oh, the villain's always a more fun. And I'm like, well, that's because you're leaning into that narrative. But um, yeah, no, it was, I mean, I, in terms of drag aesthetics alone, I would have been Team Ivory. Right. But since it's Ivory's like second time in the bottom, I don't know, like it's kind of giving that Rita's going to win. But it was interesting, like the majority of the queens were like Rita. Right. And it, it, again, they have a little more insight than we do because they can look at each other's closets. They know what's to come. I would have assumed yeah. that Ivory has a more appealing package to come. Um, yeah. But hey, maybe they're like, no, get rid of the competition. She 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 could sneak through. And Gabrielle is saying that she has a redemption arc, one thousand percent accurate. Like this is reality TV. She knows how that could have worked for her advantage. Of course, of course. But I think again, Ivory's just a little too green to like yeah. really lean into that as well. Like, girl, take your moment. All right, we're going to talk about the Queen of Shade, Hollywood, who is writing two notes, one to Ivory, one to Rita. To Ivory, she's sending her love to her Sydney sister. She writes, you're so beautiful and talented and should be very proud. But the real reason, well, Ivory has this wig that Hollywood wants. P.S. Can I please borrow your black braided wig? Would you let a competitor borrow your drag after your elimination? Um, If they were nice to me, yes. And they lived in the same if- city because you know you get it back. Exactly, exactly. Be like, bitch, you better fucking ship me my wig back. Um, yeah, if you lived in the same city and you were a sister and you were nice and, and I trusted you, then yes. But if I don't even know you, then probably not, especially because I guess, if I was. I guess we'll find out soon if she lent her the wig or not. Right, I guess so. And now her letter to Rita. The confessional producer will ask her what Rita has that she wants and Hollywood, well, she'll laugh. At least she's honest. Shady. Ivana, I mean, yeah, true. I can respect it. Ivana will mock Hollywood and say, Dear Rita, I'm writing this letter to make it seem like I care about you. I mean, that's essentially what it probably was. No, real thing. I was like, get her, Jade. Like, that <laughs> is, that's accurate as fuck. <laughs> the alarm sounds. It's time for Rue, but fuck, Hollywood didn't get to finish her writing her note. Rue arrives alone and tells the girls that she woke up extra early to preside over Rita and Ivory's lip sync. And without further ado, back to the workroom. It's... Art Simone, which would have been a gag. I was hoping that was going to happen. I would have freaked out. I would have gagged. I have a feeling Art Simone said, I will only appear on a global all-star season. Thank you very much. Right. Oh, of course. As she should. But alas, Rita is back. Ivory is gone. Do you agree? Um. Yeah, I do agree. Based on the lip sync, I agree. Yeah. Because I think, think that Rita... Also- the fainting spell was the final straw or do you think if ivory had a chance to perform the night before perhaps she might have stayed um i think it would have probably been the same energy because i think it's clear yeah. that ivory's not like a performer you know what i mean yeah. i think her strengths lie in aesthetics and to to remind everyone they would have been in their design challenge looks which were um choices especially for ivory oh absolutely yeah she and like, would have we're gonna have our last words from ivory who doesn't get to write her mirror message but she says she was iconic in the two no three episodes she was on good for her getting paid an extra episode i mean i know that feeling all too well so yes good girl for her. you better milk it while you can absolutely 
Now that the hoopla is over, Rue says it's time for them to grab their Louis Vuitton luggage and head to the South Pacific as this week's Maxi Challenge. They will be starring in the Fake Housewives of Down Under, the Slaycation Reunion Special. Oh, and this challenge will be sponsored by Vakaya. I want to work with them and go on a cool vacation. I don't like cruising. Yeah, like everything on the vacation. So that would be amazing. It would be so fun. I know a couple of people who work for Vakaya and they love it. They love it. Yeah, work. With the help of reunion host Reese Nicholson, they will be putting their acting and improv skills to the test. Now, Novazar, how are you at acting and improv? Um, it's like one of my favorite things. I did musical theater for like mm-hmm. 15 years. Um, and improv is so much freaking fun. Yeah. Um, especially the New York City Queen who hosts a lot of shows, and especially if you're co-hosting with somebody else, um, or if you're doing it by yourself, you're basically co-hosting with the audience. You have to be very quick on your feet, and it's a very yes and sort of situation. So you, if you say no, which some of these queens did in the moment while they're mm-hmm. doing this acting challenge, then you're you're already you know crashing yourself into the ground. Um, but the fun about improv is that you can go really really far and be super exaggerated, um, especially on Drag Race, and it's Absolutely. like really fun and hilarious. Now, now you had mentioned that sometimes you, you know, co-host with the audience. You get to play yes and with the audience. Um, right. Do you have any moments that you would like to share that you had to go and no because, you know, they got a little out of hand? Because we know how New York audiences can get sometimes. Uh, <laughs> uh. I don't want to say too much, but I just stopped working for this venue um, that was claimed to be queer friendly and i think the problem was that the owners were queer friendly but the clientele was definitely not um and i was actually doing a drag race down under viewing party at this establishment um and decided to quit because of the disrespect from the audience um and the the lack of attention that people were giving um and just being extremely disrespectful um, and so that was definitely one of those moments where I was trying to be very yes and to be professional, but it got to a moment where it was affecting my integrity. Yeah. Um, so that's where I broke the improv rule, unfortunately. It's so fascinating. I find that like in New York, the best places to have a drag audience are the bars, the gay bars. Yeah. But in other cities, yeah. like they don't have as many gay bars, so they have to branch out to restaurants and other venues. And they seem to have great audiences, not New York. It's yeah, like the gay only do gay things at the gay bars. I know. And that sounds so like segregation energy, but it's mm-hmm. like, listen, you know, I tried my best effort to work at that establishment for seven months. Okay. <laughs> and they did not want me to leave, but I was like, I, I have to be where the gays are. Literally. Like, they, they understand and they know how to um treat drag queens and respect it and actually volley with the drag queen on the mic that's the whole key so yeah they're going to be working in two teams of fake housewives as the winner of last week's challenge isis will be one team captain and the other will be lip sync survivor read a menu isis will select gabriella hollywood and ivana read a picks bump of floor and ashley now ashley's not mad being picked last and she doesn't have much experience in acting so she's there to prove them wrong now, Rue tells them that this is improv and reminds them to listen to what is being said. She goes on to say it's always helpful to base who they are acting like, a specific person, a, percu- a particular person. Have them in your head. Yes. And to that piece of advice. Thanks, Rue, for stating the obvious. Right. Thanks, Paul. Hopefully it works. 
And before she goes, Rue reveals that they will be joined by extra special guest judge and my personal hero, Adam Lambert. Um, I would have screamed too if he if I knew he was going to be in the room. And the oh, category yeah. will be Bad Girls Gone Bad, which is a spin of the Canada's Drag Race 2 category, Good Girls Gone Bad. And you'd think that these hoes would have a plethora of ideas, but alas, two repeats. <laughs> disappointing that was disappointing and it's always awkward when you know there's one that's better than the other and yeah. especially when they come like back to back oh that was the oh, worst girl well that's the editing for you i'm sure uh-huh. <laughs> what would you do for a bad girls gone bad category well you know what's funny is when i was on queen of the universe one of the categories was bad girls club mm-hmm. and so i was supposed to sing um before he cheats by carrie underwood and I had this really, I'm like, I know my dragon, where is it? Um, this really fierce latex look made by Loris, um, who was on Dragula mm-hmm, season one of in LA. Um, and it was this like, like barbed wire studded latex look that was like this jacket with spikes. And then it um, with this like headpiece that was like a cage, almost like an electrical chair. Um, and the cage would like rip apart, like like literally. Um, oh, that's for fun. Those of you who were, yeah, for those of you who are listening and not actually watching, um, rip apart like um, I don't know, like if you ripped apart like a piece of paper, um, and then the jacket would come off and it would reveal this like leotard that had this um, heart on it that was getting ripped apart by barbed wire. So that would kind of probably be the energy that I would go towards. But these queens like really went towards an actual villain that exists in real life. Do, do you think, think it's possible they were given the prompt of like media villain or something? Potentially. But then also part of me feels like, oh God, this is going to sound bad. But part of me feels like they're so green and not, yeah. they're not thinking outside the box. Right. That they were like, oh, villain. Oh, I must think about a Disney villain or something like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Because they, they all went there. Everything yeah, was Yeah, but it's like, you can make up your own villain. Like, what is um Gabriella? Mm-hmm. She, I know she did Harley Quinn, but she still made it her own. Absolutely, and that's what I really respect. I'm like, that is sickening. That to me is drag. Like I agree. when you're taking something that exists and twisting it on his head. That's what mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for it. The girls hit the table to dive into their briefs of the two scenes, and Isis thinks they will kill the challenge while Gabriella is excited to improv with Reese. Uh, this is really Reese's first time getting to take the reins of something congrats to him i wish that reese was on like the regular season of drag race i, I think he's so hilarious he's i so i got to see him uh do stand up uh back in like september november um he is so funny yeah so yeah. Oh, well and done. he's adorable he's, he's so cute. cute um i have I've, i put it in the universe and I, i'm hoping world of wonder will listen to me when they eventually okay. do this global all-stars here's my pitch Sure. Two guest judges. One guest judge is a celebrity, whatever, whatever celebrity is available. The second guest judge is a judge from one of the international franchises. Give me oh, Reese, that's... give me Alan Carr, give me the yeah. Hobbies, give me sure. um, Supreme Deluxe, give me them all. I think that would yeah. be a great way to bring the franchises together. Yeah. And like a really, a real global battle. Right. And force Ross Matthews, the hilarious Ross Matthews, to sit next to the hilarious Graham Norton and make Rue decide who's more hilarious. Oh, that's that's funny. 
that would be a treat for sure i think it'll be so fun um yeah. that being said it's because i have such um admiration for all these people not everybody knows them because they they don't have the time to watch it i watch drag race so you don't have to <laughs> there you go i live okay let's learn about some of the characters in our first group we have chakra fake housewife of Byron Bay. Now, Byron Bay, I've learned, is a beautiful coastal town in southeastern New South Wales. She is an airy fairy crystal queen who is trying to make a buck. Alpha is the older sister to Beta. She doesn't give a shit about hurting anyone's feelings, especially her younger sister. And Dame Sheza, who seems very hoity-toity and is the investor the girls want to win over and has a hidden crush on Beta. Okay. Interesting group of housewives um i don't really watch the housewives franchise aside from new jersey because that's my girls um what about you um the only time i watched the housewives was when i was in london um quarantine for queen of the universe and i watched a little bit of new york but that was it that was the only thing i was on yeah so yeah Hollywood loved to have Alpha. Ivana likes Chakra. Ivana tells us that she was in the bottom last week and was safe the first week and thinks that this will be her chance to show the judges her improv chops as she is a host and coming up with jokes on the fly is her thing. She's going to eat those words later. Right. Gabriella would like to play Dame Sheza and Ivana thinks she'll pull it off. But we have Isis who really wants Dame Sheza as well. Gabriella will take one for the team and says she will be happy to take literally anything. And I got to say, watching Isis with her head down, I can tell that she is a queen who's not one for confrontation. She wanted what she wanted, but she did not want to fight over it. Right. But I also think that somebody like Gabrielle is so smart and, mm-hmm. and so quick that she was like, literally, like when she said, you can give me anything and I'll be fine. She meant it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's just saying that's blocked. She is willing to be a little bit cocky this week and take whatever she gets. Um, so she will give Isis her choice. And Isis will say that she wants the team to win, but has to shine herself. She helped the bitches last week with all their terrible outfits. So she's looking out for number one. Isis is Sheza and Gabriella is Beta. Now, Beta doesn't have many lines, but Gabriella says it's not about how many lines. It's about how you deliver it and what you're doing on camera when you're not the main focus. That is something that I've always known because as having a theater background as well, she has now said it for every person who ever wants to get on this fucking show. You're always on camera, even if the camera's not on you. And that's why I think she's going to win. But we can talk about that later. Oh, we will. (laughs) We will talk about it. Yeah. That was seemingly painless. No drama. That was good. That was fun. Yeah. No, it's that definitely was like, okay, girls, like, well played. They will talk about the other team and prophesize what they will be like. Ivana is concerned about Floor because she doesn't pick up on jokes and they are when they're handed to her. And that's a huge part of the improv challenge. She says it's the same thing for Bumpa, who says she notes that if you ask her a question, she will answer it in a different direction. Um, she sounds like a fun time gal. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Not sure that's someone I want to employ me, but I would like to hang out with her afterwards. Right, of course. Get a cocktail. Isa says that Rita isn't that loud and it's a challenge for her to burst out of herself, but Gabriella thinks she might get walked over. Speaking of, let's see Rita and her friends and poor Rita is still in drag. They didn't even let her de-drag. Um, not going to lie, it was kind of funny to see her in drag and the others not, but um, it's something we're not used to on Drag Race. Right, that was a little weird to see. It was almost like some sort of interesting fever dream happening. Again, um, it's like give but, her five minutes to just wipe her face. 
no, she, they're like, no time. We already, already woke up early for this. <laughs> like, sorry about it. Keep going. Bamba is stoked with the team that she has, as the other team she feels is very me, 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 me. Meanwhile, Ashley is wishing she was on the other team. She's happy to be with the floor, but she thinks the other four are great to be with on a challenge of its nature. Rita will advise her team to read what is going on and take it from there. What a novel idea. It's like, I don't know, something you do on Drag Race. Right. <laughs> what a team leader. Flora right. thinks that she can make acting work despite never doing improv in her entire life. But let's be real. Flora is very much like an Alyssa Edwards type. She's unintentionally funny, and we know that's the key to Ruth's heart. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Flora knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. First up, we have Gwyn, fake housewife of Hamilton. For those who might not remember, you're going to hear it again later. That's where our friend Rita is from. She surprises everyone when she arrives on the cruise straight from prison. She is flat broke and has a face tattoo. Next is Bertha, who has tons of money but no class. Gemma is pretty and sloppy, and she's either drunk on pills or both. And then there's Poppy, who is an aspiring, untalented pop star, despite uh, desperate to be famous, and time is running out. And I was like, what is the time running out part? Like, that's the plot line I want to know about. What, is she dying? Right, right. Like, what's going on? Is she on, like, house arrest? Like, what's happening? Floor has an idea of who she wants. Ashley does, too. She thinks she'd be worried about getting to do someone too close to who she is, a.k.a., you know, something too glamorous. Um, Ashley loves herself, doesn't she? <laughs> Listen, Ashley is one of those queens who, I don't know, her ego is like a little, little up there. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. She says that Poppy, the pop star, would be fun. Um, but she's thinking of Gemma and Flora's eyes get wide because that's what she wants to do. Don't go there, bitch. Flora wants Gemma because she can make it work very, very easily. Bumpa says that she sounds like her, but um, it's everything everyone expects from her. So she wants her to do Poppy. Flora is ruminating on it, and she says she will do Poppy, but she is worried about her. Um, but she's going to figure out a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. Now, Rita, with the most fear, will say that she will do Gwyn, and Bumpa's like, no. Rita wants Gwyn because the character is from Hamilton and because they're from prison, which resonates with her family. She knows which uncle or auntie to play off of. Uh, way to air all your dirty laundry on international television. Right? Just tell us which of your relatives were in prison. Right. I mean, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Bumpa will ask what the smartest role will be, and Ashley will point out the face tattoo of it all, which gets Bumpa to say, yeah, I can do her rough and guts. Let's do it. Rita will bow down and be Bertha and allow Bump to give be Gwyn so she can be a team player. What would you do? Would you fight for your role or would you be a team player? I guess it would depend on the challenge and the situation. But in terms of an improv challenge, I I probably would have been a team player just because with improv, it's like one of those things where you can, it's very yes and, so you're yes. making it up on the spot. So you if, if you feel like your role is not big enough, you can find a way to make it big enough. You right. know what I mean? But if this was like a scripted challenge, then I probably would be like, no, bitch, I want my fucking role. So now let's play a yes and of the eight roles. Which one would you have selected? Oh, gosh. Um, okay, wait. We're talking about the bumper group, right? Both both groups. I'll let you have all eight characters potentially. Okay. I am going to say Gabriella's role. Mm-hmm. Because I thought she was just so funny. And like, she kind of was like that voice of reason in a weird yes. way, like amongst the group. And 
I feel like in that situation, she found that like nice line of like not being like too over the top, but being like just just right there. That's like still kind of funny and smart. Um, and I thought that that was fascinating to watch. So. All right. Nice choice. Yeah. Ashley feels that Bertha is a big role, which is the person who the whole thing is written about. So she's a little worried for Rita as this is her moment to show the judges that she deserves to be there. And we're going to dive right into the challenge. It's 17 minutes into this episode. They said, we only have 53 minutes to share. We're going to give it to you right now. Yeah. We're going to watch our acting challenge. And just like the source material, we've got to open with a tagline. Do you have any housewife tagline that you would have? Um, oh, gosh. Um, really putting this improv on the test ever- today. <laughs> I know. Well, I always feel like the Empress of the Galaxy has landed. There it so is. That's, that's, all, that's it. Yeah. That's it. There we Perfect. go. Yeah. All right. Here, we'll go through the ones we got. Ivana as Chakra of Byron Bay. People don't hate me because I'm beautiful. They hate me because I'm spiritual. <laughs> Which I live. That was a Legally Blonde reference. I'm obsessed. It was. it was great. Uh, Hollywood is Alpha of Sydney. Women want to be me. Men want to be in me. I mean, yeah. to me, that was like work, but also like okay yeah gabriella's beta of sydney you can pick your nose but you can't pick your family that was stupid i loved it stupid and funny and gotta laugh and isis is dame shezza of auckland i earned my money the old-fashioned way i killed my husband okay i was like great let's see this character nothing nothing Nothing. right all right we're gonna get our group shot uh, and they get to play with bananas. I don't know how they decided what prop they would get, but they got bananas. They probably decided because it looks like a dick. Probably. Now on yeah. set, we are greeted by Reese Nicholson doing his best Andy Cohen. It's part five of the Slaycation reunion, our fake housewives spend time together on a Vicayag cruise and things got sea-sickening. Hashtag product placement. Uh, now they're back to yell at each other about absolutely nothing. Who, whoever wrote those lines, whether it was Reese or someone else, they they, they nailed it. Yeah, yeah, because it's true. <laughs> we will see that this scene is part reunion, part scenes from the cruise. So there was a bit of a um, semi-scripted element to this challenge. Sure. I feel like there was definitely like beats that they had to hit, but there yeah. was improv in the middle. Off the bat, we start with Hollywood as Alpha, and she put on this very hoity-toity persona with that voice and the aura. I think she might have tried a bit too hard because it wasn't camp. It was very forced. Yeah, and it just seems very like I don't know, like like it was good. It was kind of middle of the road for me. It wasn't like groundbreaking or anything yeah. like that. Um, and it also kind of went along with the narrative she's been giving the entire season. Right, it, and that's so why far. I thought, oh, it's 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 very you, Hollywood. <laughs> right, right, well, you know, she did look very fabulous, fabulous, except she wore orange shoes. That was a fashion faux pas. I don't know if you noticed those orange shoes. Um, I did. Oh, with that blue dress. Yeah. yeah. Like, and your hair is so flat. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, she is launching her line of battery-free personal massagers. Just say dildo. That's what it is. Go right. on. Right. What a joy. Right. Gabriella was brilliant. Her character had a lot of one-liners and she delivered them smartly and with conviction. She was a kind of character, as you said, to root for. But it was, I don't know if you caught it when they had that lower screen of them watching it back. It was the eye rolls during the reunion. She was always on. Yeah, yeah. Like when she wasn't acting with her, like with her words, she was acting with her face. Yeah. 
And that is just, that's a, that's a next level type of situation. She reminds me very much of dear friend of the pod, New York legend, Heidi Ho. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can see why you're saying I feel like this is now the year Heidi should definitely audition because if Gabriella does well, she's definitely that archetype. And I think Rue might like it. I don't know. Heidi, if you're listening. Right. Right. Ivana, I know what she was trying to do, but she was so dry and monotonous that what she thought was going to be funny didn't land. I think playing Airhead is hard. She just needed more levels. Yeah, like when you're going to go that route, unless yeah, like you said, like unless you have different things planned to take it to another level to make it actually smart, even though you're playing an Airhead, um, then if you're not doing that, then it's just not going to work and it's going to land very flat. Here's where some of our improv got a little messy. As Reese will ask Alpha why she hates her sister, and she says because she tried to steal her man, to which Beta says all she does is make her do all the work. Okay, those are two very different stories. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know if one was a beat we're supposed to hit, one of them was uh, improv. I don't know what it was, but uh, it made them both look very silly. Yeah, and that's the thing about improv is like when you have a narrative, you have to just run with it. And everybody must be on the same page because mm-hmm. if not, then the audience is going to be very confused. Exactly. Um, we're going to get a, you're not my real sister. And Beta says that explains why daddy was so distant. And that is how you steal a scene. Yeah. That's how you say easy. That. Yeah. I think Ivana could have stolen the next moment with her breathing technique. If she packed like a bigger punch, if she like really attacked it and was like, yes, I know what to do. I'm going to make you breathe. But she was too subtle. Yeah. Well, you know, green. Next, we move over to the pitch for Dame Sheza, and Isis gives us an accent, and it was not great. Again, I think she tried very hard to be this persona. Okay, I really thought that Isis was funny, honestly. And I felt the same way about Bumpa. They were coming for them both, and I was like, not like, I was laughing. And yes, I was stoned, but I still was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chakra is pitching a makeup-free makeup line. Um, What? How does that work? I don't get it. I don't know. Is the character's name Sheza or Chaza? Because Hollywood did not say it correctly. Um, if it was deliberate, it didn't land. Right. I'm Very trying to remember that. Yeah. And then again, Gabriella saving the day with the line, they're dildos. I want that as a right. gift. I want to just send it to people. That's her catch line. Or her catch line. Isis was very hysterical with her voice. Um, I feel like that's what she thinks rich women do. They're just very hysterical and, and, and making noises and moans. Um, and if that's she reminds- what rich women wear, boot. Of course. She reminded me of um, Ben to the crown. They, excuse me, they've been yes. to the language. Yes. But- very that energy. Um, I, don't know, I thought it was funny and clever. Beta will re- be revealed the new CEO of Dame Dildos. It's a gag for the other two girls. Then we get to have Beta and Sheza get intimate. And once again, a brilliant line from Gabriella who says, in and around, uptown, downtown, turn the beat around town. It's She's just so on. Yeah, she's very smart and quick and clever. Reese says it's the time they have as Beta and she has a tongue. Alpha tries to claw Beta and Chakra is lost in the, sh- in the scene. And that's essentially yeah. what happened in this entire scene. Yeah. Very that. 
this was all about Gabriella. I think Ivana didn't do enough while Isis and Hollywood did too much and they just did not all balance each other. It was all for Gabriella. Right. Yeah. I mean, Gabriella was very confident going into this sort of challenge. And I think that's why she was like, yeah, put me wherever. Like, I'll be fine. Yeah. So I live. Next is Team Rita. And once again, we get our catchphrases and taglines. Floor is Poppy of Melbourne. I didn't come to fuck bikers. I came here to fuck your husband. There you go. Everything. Very to the point. Bumpa of, as Gwen of Hamilton. If being sickening is a crime, then put me on the cover of TMZ. Like, okay. Cute. Ashley as Gemma of Perth. I'm not drunk. I'm on pills. I mean, there you have You it. know that person. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like 10 queens in New York City. Mm-hmm. And Rita has birth of Alice Springs. Sincerity is everything. If you can fake that, you've made it. Okay, Rita. Let's <laughs> go through this. Um, yeah, nothing. Is, like when they, they got wine. Their prop was wine. And they cheers. Right. It wasn't funny. It'd be different if they like poured it on each other or right. did something like that, or like kissed in it. Like, do something to make it extra. No, don't just drink it. Like, Reese will welcome us to part sixteen of the Slaycation reunion. Too real. I mean, we we're getting to the point where we're going to have thirty episodes, like an entire season of just a reunion on all these house. Oh, shows. right. Once again, they went on a Vakaya cruise, and really, the scene was all about the noises that came out of Flora's mouth. Laura was. <laughs> hilarious this fucking episode i i feel like i'm very much and we'll talk about it um i'm very much michelle where yes it's funny but for me it's like okay let's dial it back a little bit and then and and see if there's any substance but then at the same time wait this is drag there's never substance right of course i see what you're saying yeah we start with Gemma, who is clearly on something, who recants the blood-curdling scream she heard when she was trying to remember her cabin number. It's Poppy and what is believed to be singing. It was camp. Unintelligible, but Floor was very camp. Um, she relied on the noises as her gimmick, and it did get natural laughs. Right. Flora's gravel voice. It was wild. Um, I did need the captions to guide me through the words that were coming out of her mouth hole. Because I did not understand it the first time watching it. Right. I will say Ashley was very good in the face department trying to watch this scene because she did give us genuine reactions. I'm not sure if it was in character or as Ashley, but um, she was perplexed at Flora's performance as well. Right. Um, and also, if in the world of gifts, I want the I only do pills as well. Send oh, absolutely. Yeah. Let's now, make them all merch. I will say, I don't know if Bumpa did not do enough or if she did enough. I don't know. But she didn't give us a bold character, though I will say some of her one-liners were great, like the reveal of the house rest bracelet and then calling it Gucky. That was funny. Yeah, like I'm like Bumpa had some good moments. I don't think she was the winner, but I don't think she was in the bottom. I think she was definitely in the safe moment. That absolutely. But I thought he was like, "Oh, Bumpa's in the bottom." Like, no, she's not. Like, she was not that bad. I. It's almost like last season where they're like, "We need a plot line where a young person doesn't like an old person." Yeah, I know that's always the narrative. Um, Ashley doing a deep voice. I don't know if it was the best character choice. I would have loved her to be a little dumber and slurred her words a little more. Sure. 
we are going to see that we're preparing for Bertha Murdoch's birthday bash. I want to know what these prison stories were. Um, and I think that would have really yeah. helped Bumpa's character. Like, I hope it's like Martha Stewart. Remember when she was behind bars? Good times, fun times. Right, right. Flora trying to deliver the face tattoo was wild. Um, also, please note that the face tattoo said available, and perhaps that's what I need to have on my face in order to find my twink charming one day. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, I'm in the <laughs> and then I will though. get it <laughs> removed. Right. I think when Reese watching the scene and comes back in with the reunion part saying, okay, dot, 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 he knew he had his work cut out for that, for him. Oh, of course. Of he course. knew this Especially was the harder group. group. Yeah. 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 Uh, Gemma saying dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life was the slurred energy I wanted more of. So I almost wonder if the improv with Reese was done second. And I think Ashley leaned into her character more knowing how to play a little bit. Sure. Yeah, no, when Ashley's like, I'm not really like an actor, she did pretty good. Yeah, she was, she was also good. like happy with her face too. And then Poppy saying, I think she needs a penis in her anus. Listen, it was funny because it was so unexpected and so ridiculous. Right. So stupid. And then she starts to sing and turn it into a song. And I guarantee you, Rue was doubled over in laughter watching that part. Right. Probably. The birthday bash will not go as planned, and that's because Rita did nothing with her character. Nothing. She said lines. I mean, you know, that's what happens when you cast queens like that. You know, like, but it's also, it's it's giving, I hate to say this, but it's giving filler for me. It sure is. Yeah. Now, Plot line, Poppy is going to get the front cover, then asked if she's drunk and saying she's also on pills. Should have been the line. It should have been funny. Gwen will learn uh, that she is a tax evader. She's also going to be on the front cover. Um, was Rita reading cue cards? Because she was looking away. The, she was she she was looking at something that the other three were not. She probably was just like so out of it. Like, I feel like she was just so uncomfortable and she was like, I can't focus. Now, sometimes, like, we'll watch, like, these acting scenes and Michelle will be the director or Rue will be the director. Um, Is it safe to assume that if one of our stars is not present that they're doing this on their own or with, like, just a regular director of the show? Um, I feel like potentially, but I feel like they... They, I feel like they would probably try and make make it happen where like Rue or Michelle were doing it. Yeah, because it just makes it more interesting, and it, the stakes are always higher in that situation. Right. I mean, let's be real. In, in a fifty-three minute episode, you don't have enough time to put everything in. Um, right. But I'm sure there might be lost content somewhere. Oh sure. Um, and then we're gonna find out what happened at the birthday bash. Well, actually, we're not because Rita will forget her line. <laughs> in improv i'm like girl it's improv right like how what? do you forget a line in improv cringy cringe city girl it was this moment i was like eliminate her she's gone Under home yeah but we'll talk about why she proved why she was not going to be eliminated but we'll, we we're going right. to get to it we learned yeah. that bertha is broke but gwen put all her money she embezzled in an overseas bank account but she forgot the pin account number is it written on her head i don't know 
What will Poppy do now? She loves her nipples so much. That's her new song. And now, thanks to the captions, I know that she sang nipple ha, nipple ha, nipple ha, nipple, nipple, ha, ha, ha. There's the merch. Print on a t shirt, girl. Floor was wild. She was the star. She went ham. Wild. Off the rails. Uh, she's one that I would I, I there are other people I'd like to see more but I would watch her on like a international all-star season. I was thinking the same thing she's like top three material because I just can't imagine what other people would react to her she would be so funny yeah. um, I feel like her and Vanjie would have like the secret language where only the two of them understand oh absolutely absolutely I live I don't know what it is about the down under acting scenes but um, three seasons they're not great no, I mean, maybe they're just not actors down there. Who knows? Or maybe they just need better writers. Um, I, I mean, I'll, I don't mind going oh, yeah. to New Zealand for a couple months. Hire me. Sure. My number is. <laughs> it's Elimination Day. The queens don't know how to feel. Gabrielle, though, is feeling very confident. She will even get called out by the producer as obnoxiously confident. Um, she's the star of this season. They, they are yeah. reminding us she is going to be the breakout star. Even like in the Meet the Queens, you could tell mm-hmm. that she was going to be like that Spinky Jackson kind of energy. Yeah. Um, she's very kind in her DMs. I, she and I have chatted here and there. Uh, she's very, very sweet. I love her. Hollywood feels fine. And Rita will admit that she struggled the most. She knows she's going to lip sync. Ashley will tell her she is worried about her and calls out the moment she forgot her line at the improv. Right. Um, still can't understand that. Like someone's got to tell me how you fail an improv like that. It just it just gives an experience. And it's like when you when you're auditioning for drag race, shouldn't you be prepared for every single challenge? Like, I don't know. It's just as weird. dear friend Hibiscus says, just take one improv one on one class. That's all you need. Right. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Just get the basics. Rita knows that a small town queen can do it and says, Look at Spanky last year. Was that, that a read? Or is she trying to compare her to Spanky? Because that does not compute. Yeah, no, Spanky was on a different level. Yeah. And, like, had an actual story arc. And she had personality. Yeah. Ashley will tell Flora that she was hilarious, and we'll, we're going to get that voice once again, and I guarantee you we're going to get Flora's voice the entire season until she's gone. It's going to be a thing. Bumpa thinks she's in the bottom. She's not feeling like she did well, and she's used to live performance. Bumpa says she's in the bottom. Which Some of the other so queens, good. the other queens thought she was in the bottom. What did the judges see that no one else did? Was aside from you, they you saw uh, it too. I, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that Bumpa was entertaining. I just, I just didn't. I think there were other queens that were so much worse than yeah, Bumpa. Yes. It's like, girl, you're fine. You're fine in this moment. Floor doesn't think Bumpa created a character, but Ashley did enjoy throwing a drink in her face. Uh, have you ever gotten the opportunity to throw a drink in a face of somebody? I don't think so. Me I either, I mean, I want to do it once. Yeah, I was going to say, I was born <laughs> in New Jersey, so you never know. <laughs> That's true. We love to do it. Yeah. Ivana is laughing and smiling. She is quiet as she feels at least safe. And I agree, but we're going to get to it. Hollywood thinks that Ivana ha- was dead behind the eyes, but again, it's the character she chose. She tried to be someone who is very airy and level. Right. Gabriella doesn't know how they will be judged and poses that if it is one team, one team in the bottom, she thinks the other team will be in danger. Right. If you had to pick one bottom team, who would you pick? Uh, 
It would be the um, Rita's team for sure. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think Ivana got fucked this week, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, no more stress. Let's talk about Lambert. They love him. I love him. Um, it all makes sense. Why do? Why is Adam Lambert such a brilliant, legendary icon star? When I was listening to um, I Need a Hero, their cover, mm-hmm. they were screlting their face off and I was living. I love living, a screlting tenor. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, and they're so like androgynous and just I just live like it. They're definitely an icon for sure. Absolutely. Is Adam Lambert a drag king? Um, <clears throat> I would say Adam Lambert is a drag artist. All right, I love that. I'm here for it. Yeah. They want him to sing for them, but Flora says if he doesn't sing, she will. Hard pass, no more. Uh, it's painting time. <sighs> Gabriella is excited for the villain runway and Hollywood says the villains are the most fun to play. And this is why I ask. I think something was said to them that did not make it to the runway because villain. I don't know. It's not bad girl gone bad. Bad girl gone bad has so much more potential. Yeah. 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 But I feel like bad girl gone bad. <clears throat> there's more. There's room to like there's wiggle room. But with villain, then I could see why you would choose like. Right hot woman or something like that floor will ask everyone to do a villain laugh um i will guarantee you all that no one is going to be cast in a dc or marvel movie anytime soon but um, can you do an evil villain laugh <laughs> there you go there it is love it and that's it that's all we're gonna get for this moment no no backstories nothing we're not learning anything about these bitches Nope, they're like, we gotta keep it pushing. We do it. Let's take the beginning of the episode. Let's keep it going. It's time to head to the main stage with Rue in tie dye drag. Um, I loved it. I do not come for RuPaul. The eye makeup match with the dress. I thought she was stunning. Oh, it was, it was beautiful. But it, it's gorgeous. We're just used to flashy RuPaul. And she said, no, no stones. She said, we're gonna give you hippie. <laughs> we're giving you hippie. Um, we have Michelle Visage in better drag than Rue this week. Reese oh, Nicholson son. and Adam Lambert, who is wearing more eyeliner than Michelle. Wild how things have uh, changed on this panel this week. I loved Adam's, like, he had, like, spikes in his eye. Was I was so like, well I need done. to take a screenshot of this and recreate it. because It was everything. so well done. Um, yeah. Now, you have had the experience of being judged by a one Michelle Visage. Uh-huh. How, how would you say, describe her energy as a judge? she's like she's intimidating but you can tell there's this like level of mother energy that she really cares but she has this like tough exterior that you just can't get through it's jersey baby i know but there's certain queens that just are able to like penetrate that hard exterior and get to her heart but i don't feel like i was one of those queens let's go through the runway category is bad girls gone bad in honor of the runway we are going to play evil woman or bad to the bone Uh, both great wonderful songs right read a menu riffraff look by isabel schultz hair by luciana wiggs well, this is a reach for a bad girl, but sure, we all love Rocky Horror. Um, it's right. very bulky. It's very ill-fitting. The collar really does not look good, swallows her up, and the legs. Yeah. Going bearskin, it ruined the entire color story. She needed black tights for sure. This was a big miss. 
Um, yeah, it to me it was very much given like the look was wearing her. And when you with her particular body shape, like when you have like big proportions up here on the shoulders and then big proportions like and the side or at the hip, it just it's not balanced very well. And I feel like there needs to be more cinching in the middle if you're gonna have such extremes on the top and the bottom. Um, yeah, the proportion I think didn't wasn't working for me, but the makeup looks stunning. I yeah. feel like she always really nails it with the makeup. But yeah, no. And she looked like a little uncomfortable. It's really wild to me. Again, watching all the drag race that I do, I know Isabel Schultz. She's a Dutch designer. She's she's given us brilliant looks for like Envy Peru, Janie Jacquet. I do wonder if maybe Isabel is better suited for a queen of a skinnier stature um because this this is i think the second look that she's done for rita where it just does not match or she's literally calling this bitch from uh holland and being like can you send me this and they're not getting real good fittings oh probably that and i don't know i also think that rita probably has like really big ideas yeah but and then gets them and then just doesn't have the confidence to really um you know serve the garment on the runway now we all love rocky horror Rocky Horror seizes upon us. Um, what's your favorite slash dream role in Rocky Horror? Oh God, I would love to be Janet. I'm like, give me the ingenue in that situation. Let me be amongst the crazy because I feel like going to the crazy is so obvious for me that I yeah. want to do something unexpected. I love it. All right, Michelle says her makeup is really pretty, and she was wearing her favorite color in the challenge. As you can't go wrong with animal print, she says right. she was losing her. Rue says that she was playing a nice lady who was rich, and that was as far as it went. Ree says it wasn't quite enough for him, but says she looks beautiful. And Adam loves her makeup and says the wig is really weird and vaginal. I'm going to give this a bad to the bone. Yeah, I'm going to give it... It's like, it's hard because I think the look is fierce. I just don't think that she wore it well, so I'm going to give her a bad to the bone. But I do love the hair, Uh too. Audience, 33% evil woman, 67% bad to the bone. Bump of love, queen of the damned, number one. Look by Pasha Couture, hair by Pumpa. Nails and jewels by Shane Dominic Scally. She says she is feeling her Aaliyah self, but I'm getting more meh Aaliyah. I feel like this is a repurposed look because of the color. This shade of purple is not right for this character. It is way too bright. I will say I think the neck up is great. The adornment on the headpiece of the necklace is stunning. I just wish it had a flash to it it felt like she muted it for camera um for me it was just a little flat especially compared to what we're going to get yeah i was gonna say with um hollywood star like at first when i because i think we saw bump at first and i was like this is okay cool like you're doing a like work but then when you saw hollywood you're like damn girl like this could have been yeah. so much better when you have something to compare it to so that's that was hard Reese says she, yeah, no. Reese says she was bonkers and she had so much weird character shit poured onto her in the brief, and she accepted it all. Adam says she believed in what she was doing and was grounded and comfortable. Her natural performance was interesting and says he is a sucker for anything sparkly. He says when she turned the corner on the runway, he's like, ooh. Rue says that it's her color and her makeup is gorgeous. He says she looks twenty five years younger than her actual age, and I say ten bucks. She has no idea how old this bitch is. <laughs> I mean, probably. I kind of live for that. I'm going to give this a soft bad to the bone. 
Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you. I agree with you. Audience very much in the middle as well. 48% evil woman, 52% bad to the bone. Floor as Isma. No designers listed. It's an easy character to do. It is so fun and so playful. We have seen Yzma yeah. done before. In fact, friend of the pod, Nikki Doll, did it on Drag Race France 2 this year. Mm. I think the dress is cute. I love that she lined it. I am a sucker for a lined garment. The collar is great. The hair, I think I wish it had a little bit more life, but I understood yes. where she was going. I agree. But if you're going to do drag, Yzma, I want a neck piece to be grand and not four chicken feathers glued on. For me, it was a very safe look. Absolutely could and should have been bigger. Yeah, and isn't Yzma like a purpley gray skin tone? Correct. Uh, that would have been fierce if she would have like made her makeup like that. Like that, yeah, you're right. I she agree. would have taken it to a whole nother level. Great idea. I just wish the execution was a little better. But I mean, she's, she's fucking fierce. She's a very fierce queen with a lot of potential. I think she'll be great on like a, a future season for sure. Michelle says she loved that she went 100 miles per hour and it drove her crazy in about 10 seconds. She says she would oh. like to see some ups and downs. Reese disagrees with Michelle and says he was here for it. Adam was so impressed and asked what inspired the character. She says Isma, And Ruth says that she thought she was saying it's mine, not Isma. <laughs> and now comes the cycle of Rue laughing as she has found Floor's catchphrase. Well, there you have it. We're talking about catchphrases. <laughs> so. There it is. Um, right. Again, this is how you win Rue's heart. You just you act yourself and be stupid. Yeah, I guess Rue so. just likes funny accents. I, I guess, like, damn. I will give this a soft evil woman. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely on the evil woman side for sure. Audience: sixty-eight percent evil woman, thirty-two percent bad to the bone. Ashley Madison as Catwoman number one. Look by Scott Ooh. Australia. We are getting Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman realness. I think the dress is stunning. It's got the reference, but has its mind of its own. Love the mask. The black lip is hot. The black hair really did get lost. I know it's obvious, but I think a blonde hair would have allowed it to be a little stronger in contrast and thus a bigger impact. But this is a character done to death. I do like this drag silhouette. I just say, where's the whip? Ask your sissy Beverly Kills. She's got a whip. She used it last year. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I agree. I loved this look. I thought it was so fucking fierce. I think if she was to do blonde, that she should have a dark root that sure. goes into blonde. Yeah. Just to give it a little more dimension. Um, but no, this was definitely like one of my favorite Catwoman looks of the, you know, of the runway. I will give it an evil woman. Yes, Evil Woman for sure. Audience, 79% Evil Woman, 21% Bad to the Bone. Ivana Drink doing Catwoman number two. Look by Girl. Jane Doe Latex. Um, well, this was awkward. She's paying yeah. homage to the classic Catwoman with a spandex catsuit and mask. And that's it. I think she looks hot. The body is there. But this is yeah. Drag Race. If you think it's enough, it is probably not. I needed right. something grand. I love the heels that they were dangerous in a way. The costume did play into Halloween. That being said, this look and her performance were not bottom worthy, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, the body looked fierce. It just looked like something that she threw together that she had in her closet. Like it didn't seem like she really gave a lot of thought and effort to this category, which is sad because this is such a fierce runway, and I feel like Absolutely. they don't do this kind of thing often. Um, that it's like when they do, you really gotta run with it. And I feel like she just kind of missed the mark. 
There were so many homages to Eartha Kitt this uh, runway because you had Catwoman, you had Yzma, crazy. Michelle gives her credit for trying to push to a different level. She just needed a little bit more. She says her figure looks beautiful. She would have loved a giant ponytail as it would have been the balance she needed. Reese says he kept losing her and thinks she was in her own head. Adam says the thing to keep in mind is drag needs an element of play all the time. He tells her to shake it off and have fun with this. I will give her a soft, like the softest, like right on the line, evil woman. Um... I'm giving her the a boot. I Back forgot to what the, the bone. That's the bone. Yep. Sorry, girl. Audience agrees with you. 46% evil woman. 54% bad to the bone. Isis, Avis, Loren, the Countess from American Horror Story, Lady Gaga, no designers listed. She nailed this look. She looks I even mean, grander than she did in the acting challenge, which is not probably good. Um, right. The color story is stunning. The makeup is to die for. I love the hair, but I would have loved to see her pump it up even more in the volume department. But this saved her ass big time. Oh, absolutely. Especially after last week when her makeup was so <clears throat> intense in the eyes. Yes. Like this week, she really softened it up. And one of my favorite parts was so minute. But she had this like pearl necklace. And then yeah. to make it look like it was dripping blood, she had like like red pearls attached on the string that were kind of dripping down the neck. I was like, yeah. oh, whoa, attention to detail, bitch. I live. Yeah, this Sickening. was styled so beautifully. Sickening. Sickening. Reese says he had fun with her, and once they got to the improv, he could see her thinking. Michelle says her look is beautifully executed. She loves a cold shoulder with the kind of foreskin sleeve. And Reese says her look was built to be on stage, and the stage thanks her for it. I will give her an evil woman. Yes, evil woman. Audience, 96% evil woman, 4% bad to the bone. Hollywood star, queen of the damn number two. Look by Diesel Darling. Uh, this is how you do this character. She looks beautiful. The yeah. colors are infectious. They're dangerous. It's a stunning garment. The makeup is very beautiful, though I would have loved to see her give us a little darker approach because that would be a little different than what she's given us so far. But she can turn a runway, even if she does a lot of hand movements. Yeah, no, fierce. Definitely um, evil woman. Pens across the so board good. for me. It was really, really, really kind. Audience loved it. 96% evil woman, 4% bad to the bone. And finally, Gabriella Labucci. Harley Quinn, look by A. Penrose, skates by Rydell Roller. We have a unique approach on Harley Quinn that still feels like Dragon in line to the character we love. She's giving us yeah. roller derby version, which is fun. I just need a bat. Give me the prop. Where's the bat? Um, I do oh, want okay. the hair dye to be a bit bolder because it was very, very subtle in the blue and pink. It's yeah. a very simple look that I know could have been amplified, but she is a storyteller on the runway, and what helps make up for what is lacking in the garment department is the way she presents it. I agree. I also am curious to see those moments where Michelle was like, you're a makeup girl. So I literally said out loud, I was like, you better take that critique. So I'm interested to see what happens next week to see if she yes. actually you know, changes it up. But no, this was so smart, especially doing it on roller skates like I live. Really let me let me ask you about that um when it comes to getting a critique about makeup obviously um a show like drag race queen of the universe there's a pressure cooker there's only so many things that can occupy your mind if you get a critique saying change your makeup is it that easy to actually just be like okay let me sit down and explore or you're like wait i don't have time to do this um i mean for me, it would be easy because I know how to do a, a, a wide range mm -hmm. of makeup techniques. Um, 
However, in that situation, if I wasn't as experienced as I am, I would, it's a competition. And I know that from what I've watched from previous seasons, if you do take a critique, and even if you don't do it well, but you're trying to like take what they say, it'll work out for you in the end. Yeah. And I would just ask the other queens to help me. Ask a friend. Be like, hey, girl, Absolutely. can you take five minutes to help me like fix this? And they, the, one of the things they mentioned was their eyebrows. Like, hey, girl, help me fix my eyebrows. Anybody got some eyebrow tattoos? Like, you know, we got to figure this out. This Absolutely. Is and you have to take the critiques to make it work. Yeah, because again, if you are, uh, I guess, a seasoned drag artist, you know how to do your makeup in a timely manner. So you can be like, okay, I know I'm going to get the rest of the face done fast. Let me take an extra five minutes to play around with the brows and see what I can do. Right, exactly. Adam says that they should call her Gabriella Laboubi as he loves her chest plate so much. <laughs> he asks if it's sexual harassment if he's talking about drag queens tits, but Gabriella says she consents. He says that she wasn't sh shutting anybody down or stopping the momentum of the scene. He says she was greasing the wheel and letting it roll forward. Michelle loves that she completely takes her to Italy and she's like, I'm the most Aussie you'll ever meet. She says she was present and funny and said, asks her why she didn't pad. And Gabriella says she couldn't fit any luggage anymore in the luggage. Her talent was stuffed in. Ooh. Michelle will say her makeup is concerning for her, mostly the eyebrows. And Rue says that she has a thin face. And if she were to start her eyebrows a little bit, not so close in, it would change everything. Is that true? Yeah. Think help? Yes, I definitely agree because it, it's giving like scrunch. Yeah. <laughs> like everything's like in the middle. So if you just like widen a little bit, it'll open everything up. I totally agree with them. And I believe she doesn't have brows naturally. She shaved them off. So there's nowhere to uh, really have to start from. Exactly. So you have an, uh, a clean canvas. There it is. Explore. I will give her an evil woman. Yeah. Evil woman for sure. She was, uh, she was fair. Audience 80% evil woman, 20% bad to the bone. Now, Rue shares that the, perf the performance groups, but will be judged as individuals. Rue calls forward Ashley Madison, the Hollywood stars. They are safe, leaving Ivana, Rita, Bumpa, Isis, Gabriella, and Flores, the tops and bottoms. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, but now my question is, is it three tops, three bottoms, or is it four tops, two bottoms? Oh gosh. Okay. Um, I think that Gabriella's in the top for sure. Floor. I think that Bumpa could have been safe. I don't think that because obviously she's in the bottom when it comes to when you eliminate like Madison and Hollywood. Not eliminate them, but get them, you know, mm -hmm. not they're not in the equation anymore being critiqued. Um who else? Ivana definitely in the bottom. Rita definitely in the bottom. And then you have Isis. Uh, oh, Isis. Because it's I Isis and Bumpa that both didn't get negative critiques, really. Right. I thought that Isis, in my opinion, could have been safe, too. I don't think that she was in the top or the bottom. And I think maybe that's why it wasn't groups, because I don't think Rita would have had another bottom person in her group. And that's why they did one and one Oh, because then she would have automatically isolated. Well, you know. Conspiracy theories. Maybe. I got them all the time. Right. <laughs> All right, in the workroom, Hollywood and Ashley cheers to safe, and Hollywood is surprised she didn't get to the top. Oh, boy. Uh, she right. thought she took direction well. It was a little bit funny, so she's not happy about being safe. Um, dare I say time to milk this moment, if you know what I mean? Right, right. 
Hollywood knows she can act and says hello to her runway, but Ashley will feed her ego and tell her that the outfit was gorgeous. And she's right. It was very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're going to discuss who they think is lip syncing. Hollywood thinks it's Rita and Bumpa. Ashley signs off on Rita and thinks Bumpa wasn't in character at all. I disagree. I thought Bumpa was so good. What are they not seeing out of Bumpa? Because we're going to hear Ashley's take on it in a bit. I think that, oh, I hate to say this, but I think because of Bumpa's age, mm-hmm. they they don't, you know, view her on the same level. And they're, they're, they're not seeing it from, like, our perspective. Um, it's very frustrating yeah. watching this, knowing that's probably what it is. And being like, yeah. we had that last season. We had that arc. We don't need it again. Yeah, yeah, no. Justice for Bumpa. <laughs> We're going to find out what the others think as they come back from the main stage. Gabriella will tell them that they loved it and said, maybe just tweak your makeup. And it's a critique she will take on board. So expect something different next week. I'm watching, girl. Isis tells her to be proud of herself. And Gabriella thinks it's her. And Isis will say that he loved Bumpa too and reveals she got no negative feedback. And all the safe girls are spiraling and confused AF. Flora's gagged. She thinks Bumpa was gagged as well. Ashley will say that she loves Bumpa, but thinks it's bullshit. She will tell her that her character was very her, and maybe the judges don't know the Bumpa she knows. Now, is that part of the thing when you go into a competition like this where you know someone from the real world and and they're doing what you already think they can do, but the judges are living for it? Does that fuck with your mind? Um. Yeah, probably a little bit, I would think, because... I don't know like it's almost like Ashley doesn't have the respect for Bumpa that the judges do right right but also Ashley could maybe be like well Bumpa's competition right you know it's true Hollywood feels the same she is surprised concerned and irritated surprised concerned and irritated right okay tell us how you really feel right right um, there are moments where I feel like Hollywood is very much trying to be the taste of the season and give us these like brilliant sound bites and confessional, but no one's taste. Yeah, no. no one. And like you can't um can't force those kind of things. They just no. happen. Right. No one is ever gonna capture the cheek, the nerve, the goal, the audacity, and the gum shit. <laughs> right. No one. I love taste. Yes. Bumba says she didn't say some of the shit she did, but was basing her character not on her, but on others. But it was 100% her. And this is what they talked about earlier, where Bumpa doesn't know how to answer a question, but that then turns into a different answer. Right. Bumpa's Bumpa. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like her. But Bumpa loves that the girls are talking about her. She's like, Mama, keep on talking. The more you talk, the prettier I look. Um, okay. Hey. When she said that, I was like, I need to take that advice. Because as I've gotten older, like I've learned to, you know, try and not let what people say about me or what they think about me get to me. But Bumpa's attitude towards us, I know that comes with age too and experience. But I was just like, yes, Diva, like you better tell them, you know, what the tea is. I was living. I like Bumpa. Ivana will tell the girls that she doesn't feel like she's performing well. After two weeks in the row, she's getting the same feedback that she's not putting herself out there. She will tell the girls that she's comfortable with them, but when the cameras are there, she just changes. She doesn't know what is stopping her from killing it. It's not showing, and she's upset. Ashley wants the judges to see the Ivana they know, 
She's a fun person. And I agree. She's very kind. She's very sweet. She's frustrated at herself and she knows something has to change. Now she will say that maybe she needs some shots before he going on saying she needs three vodka shots. And I'm like, oh my God, that would literally make me puke ill vodka. But knowing what her plot line earlier on the season is where she tells us that she doesn't drink. She did address this on social media where she says that she is in fact sober, but sometimes from occasion, she will have a drink from time to time, which is fine. Don't come after her. Let her live her life. Yeah, of course. We respect sober queens. Exactly. Now, it's really fascinating to hear her discuss that she doesn't feel like she's ready for the camera. Um, how I wonder how much advice she got from her loving husband, Anita Wiglet. Oh, well, I would say probably a lot of advice, honestly. But it's different, you know, when you're getting you advice. Teach camera. Yeah, and then you get there. It's a totally different story, especially when you know you have somebody who has already been on two seasons. Um, You know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. Hollywood tells her to not count her chickens before they hatch. As Ashley says, the one thing they know about this competition is anything can fucking happen. And we are going to discuss that. Rue yeah. has brought back her girls and reveals that the winner of the week is Gabriella Labucci. She wins $5,000 gift card thanks to Vakaya. I'm not jealous at all. Mm. <laughs> I wonder what $5,000 gift card gets you. Does it get you like a cabin or I have to go do research? Right. I'm not sure. How can I get a press room? But that she thing? seemed excited about it. <laughs> Bumpa, Floor, Isis are safe, leaving Rita and Ivana as the bottom two. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Let them lip sync. That'll I'm here it. for it. I'm here for this bottom two. The song is Holding Out for a Hero as performed by Adam Lambert. Now, for those who watched Adam Lambert on the American Idol television program, you know that he is notorious for taking a song and spitting it around. Uh, uh-huh. This is such a great rendition of this song. Yeah, so good. I was like, oh, I might need to like use this. In my Do it. To be fair, I think Ivana would have been safe if she didn't do that performance to this song. Yeah, right. It was getting very like cutesy and like arm throws. And I was like, girl, what are you doing? This this song is about emotion and drive and drama. And Ivana gave a Skippy Bar performance. It was too much where Rita gave less and gave face and emotion. And that was the winning formula. Well, it just goes back to like this whole green narrative of some of the queens that they've been casting on not just this season, but on other seasons. But I digress. Um, I personally would have slayed this lip sync because I love me some glamour and I probably do that like in my bathroom every day when I take a shower. But that's a whole different story. Um, I really do think if Ivana grounded herself, she was a safe bet to stay. She has a lot more to show. She's got a good story, but she bounced around like fucking Tigger. And I wanted to scream at her and be like, say put, give us the face. Yeah. Yeah. It In the end, bad. Ivana is gone and Rita is safe yet again. again. It is killing me. She's Do not going to lie. Um, I mean, based on the lipstick. Yeah. But I don't think that she's going to last. No, especially next week with the, <laughs> yeah, it's right. not going to work. Um, no, I also love that the show forced this poor girl after she got eliminated to call Anita Wiglet after the elimination. Oh my god, how cruel was that? That was 
so like I don't know. It was just like really like give her a second and like when also, I was so I love that the fucking phone the phone showed Anita's out of drag name. It was oh, there in person. Oh yeah, my God. it was terrible. Um, Ivana didn't win $50,000, but she will steal $50,000 worth of shit, including Gabriella's yarn wig. Classic. What's Work. one thing you would steal from the workroom? Oh, God. I would probably want to steal like a photo of RuPaul. Like, right? Those big ones that hang over. That'd like, be great. The, yeah, on the wall. And then I would like take her photo out and put me up there or something. There it is. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Ask me. All right, I got a double whammy. What is Ivory and Ivana's legacy? Ivory and Ivana's... Both of their names start with I. Bad week for if your name started with I. Isis, almost almost gone too. Um, right? It's crazy. I don't think we've... Like, we rarely have any drag artists with the letter I on Drag Race. And here we have three of them. I know. That's a very, like, definitely an interesting... Hey, for sure. Yeah, I, I think Ivana really, unfortunately, got painted into this. She's Anita's partner, and that was her entire narrative, which sucks. I would love to yeah. see her try again um, now that she's gone through it once. And Ivory, again, um, I'm not going to count her out that you will not see her on the show again because she gave no. us three great episodes. Give yes. her a little more time to learn and play. She could be good. Yeah, I agree with you. Cute. I her looks were really fierce too. Yeah, I, I I I'm a big fan. Who won the week? Who had the best episode? Uh Gabrielle. Absolutely, Gabriella, Gabriella, she's a star. All right, next yeah. week, time for snatch game. Who will slay and will Rita finally go? Um, Rita will definitely go next week. Um, I think Gabriella is probably gonna do really well. I think Isis will do well. I think Bumpa is probably gonna do well. Floor will probably do well. I feel like Hollywood's probably going to land like in the middle of the road for that, but who knows? Maybe she'll slay, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes Hollywood gives me like a little one dimension energy. Um, what do you so. do for Snatch Game? Oh, um, I've auditioned with um, Cindy Lauper, Teresa Caputo, Dr. Evil, um, Fran Drescher. Um, who else have I done in the past? Oh, oh, have you ever seen, um, obviously I'm sure you've seen the Ellen show, but there's Mm -hmm. this one particular episode where she calls this old woman and the old woman's name is Gladys. And she's like really old and from Texas. And like, you don't know what she looks like, but she, you can hear her voice and she's Mm -hmm. like so fucking funny. I did a snatch game where I dressed up as what I thought Gladys looked like and played out the whole scene with Ellen, like in a little picture. And it was so funny. I thought that was my best, my best. I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. After three episodes, the winner of the season is. Gabriella. Gabriella Bucci. I'm, I'm going to go very hard on this right now. Unless something massively bad happens soon. Uh, she is right. the star of the season. Yeah, she is. She's giving me that, like, um, that what's her name? Um, spanky energy. Yeah, like she's kind of the underdog in a way, but like still doing really well. And like, I don't and, know. And like, and, and the judges play with her the most. Yeah, of course, because she's that's smart huge and funny. Very hard. It's very smart. Okay, yeah. where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? 
Um, my all my social media and Venmo and Cash App and PayPal and all of that is Novazar N O V A C Z A R. Um, I don't really have anything too exciting coming up, but I always have a lot of fierce content that I'm producing in terms of music videos and covers and photo shoots and that sort of thing. So just follow me on Instagram and find me all over New York City. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was a blast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun.